This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts by a car in an Arlington County crosswalk. Also ahead. A Loudoun County man accused of murder is back in custody after officials say he was mistakenly released. I'm Melissa Howell. A new report of the D.C. Housing Authority prompts calls for immediate action. This is Ann Kramer. Maryland loses to Purdue on a busy college football Saturday. The Commanders hosting Tennessee later this afternoon, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A nationwide Women's Day of Action Saturday for reproductive rights. 400 Women's Wave 2022 events were held across the country along with the D.C. March. Some in towns like Fargo, North Dakota and Amarillo, Texas drawing smaller groups of protesters. So when we come to D.C. or we come to New York, the show of power is really important so that, you know, policymakers and people who are making the decisions have a very clear understanding of what's happening right at their doorstep. The Women's March turned its focus to mobilizing voters for the midterm elections in one month. WUSA 9 TV reporter Katie Kairos. Russia has tightened security at the only bridge that links the annexed Crimean Peninsula with Russia. An explosion damaged the bridge, which Russia uses to transport weapons to Ukraine. More from CBS's Michael George. The bridge is not only a symbol of Russia's claim on Crimea, which it annexed from Ukraine in 2014, it's also a key supply route for Russian military forces. Russian President Vladimir Putin personally drove a truck across the 12-mile span when it officially opened in 2018. The explosion, perhaps not coincidentally, comes a day after Putin's 70th birthday. In a video address, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky indirectly acknowledged the attack, saying it was a mostly sunny day, but unfortunately it was cloudy in Crimea. Hurricane Julia is headed at this hour for Nicaragua. The National Hurricane Center's Daniel Brown. Besides the um, strong winds, uh, we are also expecting a rainfall amounts of about 5 to 10 inches, uh, isolated amounts of uh, 15 inches. That rainfall could cause some uh, flash floods and mudslides. SpaceX has launched two communications satellites into orbit and successfully recovered its Falcon 9 Stage 1 booster. Here's CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. It was SpaceX's 46th launch so far this year, and it's third this week after sending four astronauts to the space station and launching 54 Starlink Internet satellites earlier. The two satellites launched in the latest flight will be used to deliver programming from media giants like the Disney Channel, HBO, and others. The man who was once known as the king of the Oscars, Harvey Weinstein, is facing another sexual assault trial. He's already serving a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault in New York. Jury selection begins in Los Angeles Monday on four counts of rape and seven other counts of sexual assault. 30 exotic dancers who work at a topless bar in Hollywood, California, will vote Thursday on whether to unionize. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by 
Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 203 Sunday morning, October 9, 2022. 45 degrees, cold overnight. A frost advisory far north and west, upper 30s and 40s for lows. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following this hour. Abortion rights demonstrators hit the streets in D.C. and around the country Saturday in the latest event organized by the Women's March. Welcome to the Women's Wave! A political wave in the upcoming congressional election is the fervent hope of the Women's March. The march and rally is meant to boost Democratic candidates who support abortion rights. The rights of women just being lost. I mean, need to be able to continue to have the right to choose. I think anybody that's running for a re-election should have a hard stance on abortion being legal. Whatever the outcome of the midterms, it's certain that advocates of abortion rights will carry on their fight to restore Roe v. Wade. We will continue to fight until we are able to have our rights secured. On Capitol Hill, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Investigators in Arlington County continue to piece together what led to an elderly woman being hit and killed by a car. Police say the crash happened on 9 Saturday morning in the intersection of Little Falls Road and John Marshall Drive. They believe the driver of the striking car turned left from John Marshall Drive onto Little Falls Road and hit the 85-year-old woman as she was crossing in the crosswalk. The woman, Gwendolyn Hayes of Arlington, was taken to the hospital where she later died. The driver remained on the scene. It's the third fatal pedestrian crash on that stretch of Little Falls Road over the past eight years. It's 2.05. An accused killer is back in custody in Loudoun County. Prosecutors and law enforcement agencies are at odds over what led to his release. 25-year-old Stone Lee Colburn was arrested Friday night in Chatham County, Georgia. He'd been in custody since 2021 for the murder of his brother's girlfriend, Natalie Crow. Colburn had been deemed incompetent to stand trial. Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai's request for a second mental health evaluation was denied, and the charges were dismissed. Prosecutors filed a new charge, but seeing the original charge dropped, the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office let Colburn walk free, placing blame on the office of the Commonwealth attorney. In a statement, Biberai called the release erroneous and says the Sheriff's Office is attempting to, quote, mislead the public and unfairly shift blame to our office. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A top elections official in Prince William County is quitting, saying he's tired of the stress of the job. Much of it, he says, brought on by local Republican leaders. Registrar Eric Olson says a GOP leader made phone calls to election officers suggesting they would be getting different election day assignments than the ones Olson had announced. In an interview with Inside Nova, Prince William County GOP Chair Denny Doherty said he was simply asking the county to honor the political party's right to pick their own representatives instead of having to accept the registrar's choices. The elections office also received a letter from a lawyer for the local GOP, which threatened a lawsuit if Republicans didn't get more representation in the higher-ranking election chief and assistant chief roles. A D.C. council member had a terse, one-word description for a new federal report on the D.C. Housing Authority. Scathing. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. The HUD report finds the D.C. Housing Authority is not providing safe, secure, and usable housing. It's also undercharging tenants, listing properties as vacant when they're occupied, and the agency is at risk of being in default on federal contracts. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman calls the report a, quote, blistering indictment. She also says the Housing Authority is completely dysfunctional. 
Silverman plans to introduce reform legislation soon, she says, to make sure the lowest income residents have safe, high quality and secure housing. A spokeswoman for the mayor tells the Washington Post that Bowser will hold her comments until DCHA responds to HUD. It has until November 30th to do that. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Just ahead, after traffic and weather. A Maryland student accused of taking out a knife during a fight in high school. I'm Nick Ainelli. 207. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. I knew I had a problem. I tried counting calories, eating and eating. Nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. In the U.S., 505-891-2664, or find us on the web at OA.org. It's 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to the WTOP Traffic Center and Carlos Ramirez. Thank you, Ian. We are still tracking the incident on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway where all lanes remain closed. Traffic cannot get past 198 nor past 197 if you're headed northbound. As of now, if you're headed northbound, all traffic gets detoured onto 197, and all traffic coming southbound gets detoured onto 198. It does seem like any traffic that was caught between that closure, those closure points has been cleared out of there. However, some listeners reported being stuck for up to three hours, and the crash investigation is still going on. Uh, my suggestion, if you're trying to head through Laurel, I-95 or Route 1 is going to be your best option. Down in Virginia, the outer loop of the Beltway had a crash after Braddock Road. Watching the camera now, looks like all that activity has cleared. I-95 looks great. No issues there. Headed southbound through Woodbridge and down towards the Fredericksburg area. In the district, watch out for this. Looks like if you're trying to get onto the southeast-southwest freeway, uh, slowing down on the ramp there across the 11th Street Bridge. So if you're headed southbound on 295, the ramp labeled downtown. That ramp there is very slow. Reported vehicle fire. You should only have a single lane getting by through that area. Northbound side completely up to speed. No issues headed towards uh, New York Avenue. Can't find the new car you're looking for? We'll try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway Cars Best, visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with this chilly forecast for Sunday morning. High temperatures make a run for the low to mid-60s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine. Cold start, though. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s walking out the door. Frost advisories and freeze warnings in place west of D.C. For your Monday, highs will be in the upper 60s, mostly sunny. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday and Wednesday with highs both days in the 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 46 by the water at Annapolis, 44 in Bowie. It's 43 in Leesburg, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
It's 2:10. One person has died. A juvenile is in critical condition following a collision on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. You've been hearing Carlos talk about this all morning. Happened about 9:30 Saturday night in the northbound lanes of the Parkway, just north of Maryland Route 197. U.S. Park Police say the driver of one of the cars involved in the crash has died. The driver of the second car and three minors were all transported to the hospital. The driver and two kids suffered injuries that are not life-threatening, but a third juvenile hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. The BW Parkway is closed between Route 197 and 198 for the investigation. Stay with WTOP as we update traffic and weather on the 8th for latest information about the crash. A man is accused of stabbing another man 17 times. He faces a laundry list of charges, including two counts of attempted murder. Hyattsville police say it happened last Saturday morning in a business near Hamilton Street and 31st Avenue in Prince George's County. Police say witnesses told them Rene Morales of Hyattsville and another man got into an argument with a third man. That's when they say Morales repeatedly stabbed the third man. The victim walked to Hamilton Street and Agar Road where he approached an off-duty police officer, a Hyattsville police detective. The victim was taken to the hospital. Morales turned himself in on Wednesday as being held without bond. He faces two charges of attempted murder, two more charges of assault, and a charge of a dangerous weapon with intent to injure. Morales, the second man with Morales, I should say, was questioned by police but is not facing charges. The victim's condition has been upgraded to stable. It's 2-12. Criminal charges have been filed against a high school freshman in Maryland following a fight Friday that erupted at school. She's a 14-year-old student in Frederick, Maryland, and she's facing criminal charges now, accused of taking out a large kitchen knife during a fight with another student at Governor Thomas Johnson High School. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says the incident started during an altercation between two girls in the school's cafeteria. Deputies say that's when one of them took out a 10-inch kitchen knife and held it in a threatening manner. No one was injured, but the girl is facing several criminal charges, including assaults, reckless endangerment, resisting arrest, and having a dangerous weapon on school property. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. From libraries to recreation centers, a unique public education campaign on domestic violence will feature stories of survivors. The campaign is called Walk in Their Shoes, and domestic violence survivor Cheryl Kravitz shared her story. First, pretend you're wearing a pair of flat shoes. They're flat because you need to be able to run quickly. Why did she have to get away? because her husband's abuse became worse. His pushes escalated to slaps and then punches. He was always careful not to hit my face. In 2021, 58 Marylanders died as a result of domestic violence, five in Montgomery County. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Just ahead, Maryland and Virginia come up short in college football. Frank Hanrahan with the details straight ahead. It's 2-13. Are you blind or losing vision? Do you feel like it's controlling your life and your decisions, possibly limiting you? Well, I've been there. But through the National Federation of the Blind, I have learned that I don't have to allow blindness to define me. And you don't have to either. To learn more and find the support you need, simply visit blind.org. That's blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. We're in the community. Maryland says one person capital hit. Bringing you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air, on the WTOP app, and on Alexa. Washington's top news, constantly updated 24-7, 365. Heart valve disease is more common than you or your doctor may think, especially as you get older. It's serious, but treatable with a proper diagnosis. 
If you or a loved one are experiencing shortness of breath, fatigue, chest tightness or pressure, dizziness or fainting, talk to your doctor and ask for an echocardiogram to get diagnosed early and enjoy your best quality of life. Learn more at askforecho.com. That's ask, the number four, echo.com. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 215, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Washington Commanders in action Sunday, 1 o'clock against the Tennessee Titans. Washington desperate for a win. They're 1 and 3. They've, yeah, dropped three straight. Titans come in at 2 and 2, and they are a slight favorite on paper kickoff at 1 o'clock. College football on Saturday. Tough go for the Terps as they fall at home to Purdue 31 29. Next up for 4 and 2 Maryland is the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana lost to number 4 Michigan 31 10. Virginia falls to Louisville 34 17. Navy crushes Tulsa 53 21. Virginia Tech lost at Pitt 45-29. Bowie State topping Virginia State 41-14. Georgetown was a loser. Baseball playoff Seattle was a winner. Comes from 8-1 down to beat Toronto 10-9, win that series. Oscar Gonzalez, walk-off homer, bottom of the 15th. Cleveland one-zip win over Tampa to win that series 2-0. Mets beat San Diego to stay alive. A decisive game three is on Sunday. Capitals closing in on the regular season. They wrapped up their final preseason games, getting by Columbus 4-3 in overtime. Back to college football, Alabama stays number one, you would think, after barely getting by Texas A&M 24-20, but they did not have their starting quarterback, Bryce Young, who was out with an injury. A Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Russian President Vladimir Putin is moving to tighten security along a key bridge to Crimea after an explosion caused part of the bridge to collapse. The Kirsch Bridge is an important supply artery for the Kremlin's faltering war efforts in southern Ukraine. North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles toward its eastern waters, the latest in a recent barrage of weapons tests. The launches come a day after the North warned that the redeployment of a U.S. aircraft carrier near the Korean Peninsula was inflaming regional tensions. Thousands of women marched and held rallies all around the country on Saturday, including here in D.C. The Women's March demonstrators were calling for more support for midterm election candidates who support women's reproductive rights. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 217. A local hunter is recovering after falling from a tree stand early Friday in Howard County. Fire rescue crews were called to a remote area of the Cascade Falls Trail near Ellicott City. They found the hunter who had fallen somewhere between 20 and 30 feet. The hunter was taken to hospital by medevac helicopter because the rugged terrain in the area prevented ground crews from safely getting the patient up and into a ground ambulance. In a news release, Maryland State Police say the hunter's injuries are non-life-threatening. Thanks for bringing us along on on Sunday morning, WTOP News Time 218. Right back to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Good morning, Ian. And as you said earlier, you're still dealing with the remnants of the accident scene that did happen on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. All lanes are currently shut down between 197 and 198. As of now, all traffic headed northbound 
still being di diverted onto 197. And if you're coming southbound, all traffic gets detoured at 198, of course. If you're driving through the area, my suggestion, go ahead and use I-95 or Route 1 to get it through the Laurel area. If you're headed into the district, watch out for this one. DC 295, uh, the ramp that takes you onto the Southeast-Southwest Freeway. 695, that's the exit to downtown. Sounds like we were still dealing with the vehicle fire. However, looks like those delays are just about clearing up. So hopefully that incident is in the clearing stages. Down in Virginia, northbound 395 had a crash near King Street. Looks like that has cleared. If anything, you may find some activity over on the far left shoulder. Outer loop of the Beltway, similar story after Braddock Road. All lanes completely open, not seeing any crash activity left over as you head down towards I-95. 66 eastbound has the work crew between Nutley Street and the Beltway. Just a single lane gets by there. If you're headed westbound past the Beltway, same story, single lane gets you by. Oh, back eastbound on 66, the ramp that takes you onto westbound 50. That is closed tonight for the work zone. Not to worry, it looks like you can still access eastbound, so you should be able to find a comfortable spot to make a U-turn, safely of course, and you should be able to head westbound there. I-95 looks great from Fredericksburg through Stafford, Woodbridge, all the way to the Springfield Interchange. No worries there. Back in Maryland, if you're headed towards Southern Maryland, no issues on 210, Branch Avenue, or 301 to report as of now. And if you're headed across the Bay Bridge tonight, just keep in mind they've got the westbound span closed and they're running two-way traffic on the eastbound span. A single lane gets you by in either direction right now. 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore unpacking this Sunday morning forecast. A chilly start this morning with temperatures down into the 30s and 40s. In fact, west of D.C., we have frost advisories and freeze warnings in place through this morning. Temperatures this afternoon will peak in the low 60s. Another day filled with sunshine and dry conditions. Monday, also mostly sunny and dry. High temperatures on Monday will be in the upper 60s, pretty close to 70 degrees. But we should make it to the 70 degree mark by Tuesday. Low to mid 70s expected with sunny skies. Blue skies on your Wednesday as well with high temperatures on Wednesday in the 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 44 in Upper Marlboro. It's 37 in Satterville. 45 degrees in Friendship Heights. It's all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Just ahead on WTOP, the one thing you cannot readily buy on Amazon. The Amazon designed robot. 221. Get on board. The water is open. It's time to go boating and fishing and leave stress in our wake. Feel the wind as we ride and a fish on the line. Reel in our first catch and feel the sun at our backs. It's get out on the water season. It's time to get on board. Find out where to get on board near you. Visit Take Me Fishing and Discover Boating to learn more. And please recreate responsibly. Get on board. Get on board. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. 222. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. With support from American Airlines, Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. Through this incredible collaboration, we are pushing cancer research to new heights. Doctors and scientists, team members, 
patients and their families all working and standing up to move progress forward. The fight against cancer never stops. Thankfully, new and promising treatments can help save lives now. Flight test prepared for takeoff. So get on board and join this mission. more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get advantage miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. This is WTOP News. It's 223. Democrats in Fairfax County have nominated Holly Seibold as their candidate in a special election to fill an open seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. Delegate Mark Keem, a six-term Democrat, is stepping down for a job in the Biden administration. Seibold, a former Fairfax County school teacher will face voters in a special election next January. District 35 includes McLean, Tysons, Dunloring, and other parts of Fairfax County. It's been in Democratic hands since 2003. The embattled chair of Montgomery County's planning board is defending himself, defending himself against a new round of accusations. Casey Anderson denies allegations in a leaked email that says he created a toxic workplace. Bethesda Magazine reports that Anderson says the comments are false and many specifics are incorrect. Anderson has recently been reprimanded by the Montgomery County Council and stripped of four weeks pay after acknowledging that he kept a well-stocked liquor cabinet inside his office, according to Maryland matters. On Friday, the planning board ousted its director, Gwen Wright, who was due to retire in December. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. The November election is now officially less than a month away, and D.C. voters should be receiving ballots in the mail. More than 500,000 ballots are being mailed out, one for every registered voter in the city. First and foremost, keep an eye on the mailbox. Ballots should be showing up literally any day now. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections says voters are kept in the loop after they send the ballot back in. We have a tracking system so that once a ballot is return to a Dropbox or goes back into the mail, it will inform the voter that the ballot is in transit, that it is being processed, and ultimately that it has been tabulated. A number of significant races are on the ballot, including contests for mayor, D.C. council chair, and two at-large council seats. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP at 225. Here's Tracy Jonke. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. They're out there somewhere. Astro. Go to the office. Astro is Amazon's robot, and a year after its debut, customers still can't buy one without an invitation. Amazon's devices and services chief tells Bloomberg that his team is working on kinks, including navigation. Astro. Follow me. This one in a YouTube video posted by a user in August got confused when a cat crossed its path. I'm over here. Amazon isn't setting a date for a wider release, but says more Astros will be available in the coming months. Amazon also sees robots that it did not develop as a big part of its future. The Federal Trade Commission is conducting an in-depth review of Amazon's $1.7 billion offer for Roomba maker iRobot. Amazon Senior Vice President David Limp says he's optimistic the deal will get done. And in the meantime, we'll continue to operate at arm's length as separate companies. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Jonke on WTOP. Just ahead on WTOP, after traffic and weather, a key bridge linking Russia with Ukrainian territory it occupies is blown up. 
The latest just ahead and more tension on the Korean Peninsula as North Korea conducts another round of ballistic missile launches. Stay with us. Lots to share with you this morning on the radio, on your smart speaker, on the WTOP app or online at WTOP.com where it is 226. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. 